0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, November 11th. I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping your North County San Diego news from the past few days. There is a new president-elect. On Saturday, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were declared the winners of the 2020 presidential election by the Associated Press. The current administration is still attempting to discredit this election and has filed lawsuits in multiple states alleging voter fraud, but so far they have been rebuffed by the courts. There's not been any evidence of the alleged voter fraud provided. President Trump has not conceded, and a turbulent transition seems inevitable. California state law allows the counting of mail-in ballots received as late as November 20th, provided they were postmarked by Election Day. But most local races have already been called. Go to thecoastnews.com to find all of the updated county election results. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 60,570 total cases of COVID-19. That's an increase of 2,591 new cases since just last week. 17 new coronavirus-related deaths in the past seven days has increased that total to 908. The rolling 14-day positivity rate is at 3.3%. Unfortunately, the county's adjusted rate is at 7.4. That is, multiple weeks in a row we've missed the 7.0 threshold, and San Diego County has officially been moved down the ladder in to the dreaded purple tier. It'll take at least three weeks of consistent results below that threshold to move back out of that tier. The major changes this will bring will seem familiar, and they include restaurants, places of worship, gyms, and museums may only operate outdoors again. Maximum occupancy of indoor retail falls from 50 to 25 percent. Schools, unless they have already restarted in-person learning, will be restricted to distance learning. K-12 schools already in session will be allowed to continue. Despite the massive economic upheaval in most industries due to the COVID-19 pandemic, bad based Callaway Golf Company today reported record net sales and earnings for the third quarter. Recently, Callaway announced it was buying a majority stake in Dallas-based Top Golf International, which reported a revenue of $1.1 billion of its own last year from their 63 golf-themed arcade-slash-driving ranges in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Australia. Outdoor concerts and shows are back at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. The popular band, Fits in the Tantrums, recently rocked local music fans at a drive-in concert, which has become the new way to safely enjoy large live entertainment events since the onset of COVID-19. Approximately 400 cars filled with families and friends attended the concert, parking in socially distanced spaces surrounding a 360-degree stage lit with jumbo screens and bright lights. The concert was hosted by Concerts in Your Car, a California-based company that will be hosting a variety of events, including concerts, movie nights, a holiday light show, and a performance of the Nutcracker at the Del Mar Racetrack through the remainder of the year. And now, a quick word from our sponsor, Lazy Acres Natural Market. If you want to eat, drink, and be lazy this holiday season, Encinitas' very own Lazy Acres Natural Market is offering fully prepared and ready-to-reheat meals to make it easy for you to ring in the holidays. Order online at lazyacres.com or visit the store at 150 Encinitas Boulevard. The experts at Lazy Acres will handle all the details of your holiday meal so that you can kick back and relax. Details at lazyacres.com. And we're back. Senator Patricia Bates, Republican representative of Laguna Niguel, announced more than $2.5 million in state funds for housing-related projects in San Diego County. The California Department of Housing and Community Development allocated more than $4 million for housing projects in San Diego and Orange Counties, including almost $2 million for the County of San Diego, to be used for the construction of rental housing, and homebuyer assistance programs and almost 650,000 to Oceanside for the new construction of emergency shelters. The Escondido Police Department, in collaboration with the city of Escondido, have been working on improving their policies and procedures for the past several months after incidents of police brutality across the nation sparked widespread outrage. Since the deaths of George Floyd at the hands of police in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Breonna Taylor at the hands of police in Louisville, Kentucky, police procedures have been in the spotlight. Back in June, Escondido Police Chief Ed Vars- or so said that new policies and training programs were in the works and now he says those reforms are well underway All of the department's police officers recently completed additional de-escalation training as part of a countywide initiative by the District Attorney's Office. The department is undergoing implicit bias training, and they expect all officers to complete it by January of 2021. They've also updated their duty to intervene policy, which requires that if a police officer sees some sort of act of excessive force, they have an obligation by policy to intervene and do something about it. And although there has been discussion at the city level regarding the possibility of a police oversight committee, Escondido City manager Jeffrey Epp told the Coast News that further discussions on police oversight will not occur until after the new council is seated in December. A shout out to veterans on this Veterans Day. San Diego County has the third highest population of veterans in the country, and there are multiple celebrations going on, including a boat parade, U.S. Coast Guard demonstrations, and a vintage aircraft flyover. The Coast News would like to say thank you for your service to the military veterans in our community, and I would like to say thank you in particular to my own father who served in the Army. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Broat, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brindell, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tiggis Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. If you like this show and want to hear more podcasts from the Coast News, please Please help support our podcast programming by becoming a monthly supporter. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Walt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines.